Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. All right, if we needed another reason to like Terrence Shannon, it's the Rocky impersonation he gave over the weekend. You know, Brad Underwood said the blow to the face that Terrence Shannon took in the Maryland game was like going around with Tyson. Um, now Terrence Shannon's going to go to Madison Square Garden, where the prize fights have been a staple of the entertainment there. And Illinois, Texas, on the basketball court, could be just as good. All right, Richie's headed to New York, but before he leaves, he'll tell you where Shannon ranks in his Big Ten MVP race. He'll throw some data your way, and he'll uh, tell you about the Penn State game on Saturday as well. Boy, I'm, I'm already fired up about that one. Hey, all in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball, come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Oh, good Monday morning, everyone. Uh, welcome uh, back to the Inside Illini Basketball Podcast. Is that right? We're we're rushing here because we're trying to get Scott Ritchie off to New York City. Scott, are you there? I'm here. Excellent. But Let's just go. for a little bit longer. Let's go. Big game in NYC. Ritchie headed to Madison Square Garden uh, later this morning where he'll see Illinois um, play Texas when those parents came out. Uh, I think most Illinois fans were like, man, we miss Duke. But now... It's like, man, why aren't we playing Duke? Uh, might have been, I don't want to say easier matchup, but maybe. You know, Duke is still in the top 25, but you know, not the top 10 team that, you know, I guess everyone, including myself, maybe thought they would be. You know, their collection of five-star freshmen have been okay. You know, Kyle Filipowski was not the most heralded of that group, but has been arguably their best player. Um, on the other hand, you know, Texas is maybe – the best team in the country. They're number two right now behind Houston, who is just playing some amazing defense. Um, but you know, Texas has a very talented roster, and kind of compared to last year when Chris Beard in his first season just went like, I'm just going to go to the transfer portal to build this team. And he added argu- arguably like six of the top ten transfers last year. It just didn't mesh very well over the course of the season. They were fine. They're still a good team, but not great. This Texas team might be great. Some of those transfers are still there. Uh, Marcus Carr, Illinois fans will remember him from his uh, not quite successful stint at Minnesota, uh, but still a good scorer. Um, He's back. Timmy Allen's back. Christian Bishop, Dylan Dissu, all back. And then they got Tyrese Hunter from Iowa State, a really good point guard to kind of run the show. Let Marcus Carr be a scorer. Don't ask him to do too much. And then two five-star freshmen. And the way Chris Beard has built that roster – I think you're going to see a lot of the the best teams in the country 
built it that way. Uh, a couple transfers, maybe a couple guys that stick around, and then if you can get five-star freshmen, still get five-star freshmen. All right, Richie's headed to New York City uh, where he expects to find quite a few Illinois fans, right? It'll be a good atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, the way they showed up in Las Vegas, you know, I think there's a strong, like, sort of, what, southwest Illinois fan base. Um, I expect a lot of the same, I think, in New York City. And I know it was found out this morning that, you know, about 15,000 tickets have already been sold, hmm. um, which that's a good crowd for a neutral side event, college basketball. And, I mean, I get, like, Texas good. Duke uh, always draws. But I mean, you never know for these kind of events. But... Should be a good crowd. All right, our friends at the New York City Illini Club are checking in beforehand. They're a great group. Uh, wanted everybody to know if you want to, if you're in New York City, want to, want a cold one before the game. They'll be gathering at Stitch Bar and Blues about 4 p.m. New York City time. So All right, two hours before, or three hours before tip. Okay, it's a five-minute walk from the Garden. Uh, Sam and the gang says, "Hey, stop on by. Have a, have a blue guy." <laughs> Right, the fact that the blue guy has made it to NYC is something. Yeah, you know, the the drink you know you know that has made Cam's famous. I don't know if famous is the right word. That's that's sort of wild that they're slamming them back. Are they? I just I got to know like they was it icing out is where you take the ice and throw it on the ground. It seems to be a thing. Never been to Cam's. Don't think I'll ever darken their doorstep. Let's, I'm, too, I'm uh, too old. Let's, just put that way. <laughs> Let's make this uh, known that uh, I, we're encouraging Richie to join the pregame party. All right. How about that? Okay. Well, I mean, I still maybe have a swing by. I still have a deadline to meet that night. Say hi. Um, breaking news uh, this morning. We're t- we tape this every Monday morning, 11 a.m., right when the AP Top 25 uh, drops. Illinois, speaking of dropping, dropped. Yeah, but not very far. Okay. Uh, just one spot. 16 to 17 after you know blowing the doors off of a let's be honest a bad Syracuse team and then losing a four-point game you know at Maryland on Friday night and it's probably what it should have happened I mean just a small drop and because you know if you go on the road against a ranked team and lose a close game like you don't deserve to like fall out of the rankings North Carolina deserved to fall out of the rankings and they did um Creighton almost deserved to fall out, but they, they yeah. dropped from super high. They were 7 all the way to 21 after losing at home to Nebraska. Rivalry game, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure it's been such a rivalry the last decade that Creighton has owned the Huskers, but a little sign of life from Fred Hoiberg. Hey, we'll take you behind the curtains. Uh, Richie is an AP Top 25 voter, one of a little more than 60 nationwide. Uh, tell me how uh, how you make your decisions, when you make those decisions, and how much uh, heat you catch when you screw up. We'll start at the the end there. Plenty when people are fans are dissatisfied where I have their favorite team ranked. Um, I never got more uh, vitriol than I did. It's been probably five years now uh, from Purdue fans because I didn't have Purdue ranked in the preseason. Um, Turns out I was right, and that was one of the maybe not quite as good Purdue teams. Uh, but they weren't ready to hear it at that point, and they came after me a little bit. But that's a simple process, really. Just Sunday night, the poll opens. Um, and yeah, I, I wait until later in the evening, just because there are some games maybe on the West Coast that will have an impact on 
kind of my decision making process and get it done then because that way I don't forget Monday morning to wake up and do it, uh, which I think has only happened one time and it was like after a late, like I got back to Champaign late on a Sunday or something from covering a game and just didn't happen. And I got a phone call. It was like, uh, we're missing your bout. I was like, y- you definitely are. So I take care of it on Sunday nights now so I don't run into that problem. All right, any chance Illinois, uh, should they lose to Texas? Should they beat Penn State on Saturday in that uh, return game at State Farm Center? Should, any fear of them dropping out? No, I mean, okay. should not be the case. You know, if they Because they're not ex- favored to win against Texas. Texas is number two in the country. Um, in fact... I mean, I, a win would be a surprise just based on the history of Illinois basketball. I looked it up you know, this morning, did a little research. Against teams ranked number one or number two, this is the history of Illinois basketball. Illinois is 4-40 and 40 in those games. It's not a great percentage, but they could get win number five on Tuesday. You never know. All right, follow along. Newsgazette.com. Scott Ritchie will be there. Uh, updating us uh, throughout the night. Texas uh, has done most of its damage, I would argue, at its new fangled arena where, you know, you're not supposed to lose. When your university buy, builds you an arena, you better not lose. Yeah, and apparently the Moody Center is, like, the best place ever. ever. I mean, well, right. I think as much as it cost, it probably should be. Sure. But yeah, that's where they got their biggest wins. They beat okay. Gonzaga there, and they beat Creighton there. All right. um, and they've played one neutral site game against northern arizona where on earth was that game otherwise they've been at home so I, yeah they're six no that's why i got illinois six no that's why i got illinois winning uh on tuesday uh despite what your prediction is going to say in tomorrow's news gazette uh, that is accurate and that that loss will drop your record to what <laughs> if i'm wrong about texas winning i'll I think i'll be uh five and four <laughs> two words <laughs> hot seat I'm willing to give up my prediction <laughs> rights to, to whoever wants to do it, and then they can answer you to your um, very high level of expectations. Thank you, Scott Ritchie. Actually, this podcast was supposed to be a, um, a an ode to Scott Ritchie until technical problems. You think people are buying this, that I was actually nice to you before the first podcast got zapped? No. Because it's over now. I mean, now we're fighting deadlines, and I'm angry. Um if they've listened to all two hundred and what twenty six episodes mm-hmm. so far, they would not believe that to be. I was going to say nice things about your data. In fact, we got some emails over the week and saying, "Hey, we love when Richie goes all numbers on us." So there, I'm wrong. Maybe and those naps I take, <laughs> I'm wrong. Maybe <laughs> those naps that I uh, I take during select podcasts when Richie starts breaking things down. Maybe I should stay awake. I mean, maybe so. I've also heard that people enjoy like when you fake snore. Okay. Well, so. fire away because it's that time of the podcast. Uh, data time. We need a theme song for this. Dun, 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 I think there's like copyright trademark okay. issues. Okay, can't with do that, that one. one. Right. Um, well, <laughs> it should be. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm really worried. the match. Let's just say that the matchup Tuesday in New York City. We'll be between two of the better defenses in the country. Oh, I don't want to hear that. I want scoring, Scott Ritchie. Well, I think both teams can score, but they've also been good enough defensively where they're going to make it tough on each other. So that's uh, – it could be that a good mix where – maybe you think, think about the f- beginning of the Maryland game when there wasn't a ton of defense. It was just up and down, 
high energy, lots of scoring. It's sort of reverted back to the the mean there uh, for both teams. But you know, Illinois is a top fifteen team in adjusted defensive defensive efficiency. What the heck? Brad Underwood loves that one because teams that are good and that metric win national titles. Do they? They do. Baylor. Kansas had a really good defense. Virginia. I just named the last three champions, I think. You know what? I think I think of blocked shots, drawing charges. Not that Well then you should I don't think Illinois blocked like seven shots against Maryland. There you go. All right. And drawing charges is a big Brad Underwood thing. But you, you watch your tone, Scott Ritchie. Adjusted defensive efficiency. It's a collection of all of the things you like about defense <laughs> all into one. One number. And Illinois mm. is a top fifteen team. Texas is a top ten team. So Great. Can still be an exciting game. I need the game City. into the seventies at least. I think that's okay. That's fair. I think that'll happen. All right. Both teams like in the eighties would be tougher. Just get the defenses are good. You'd hate Houston. Don't yes. I mean they score a lot. I mean, <clears throat> they've had a few games in the neither team scored fifty points range. Because they're only giving up like 48 points a game, which is unbelievable. And they've played some decent opponents. All right, uh, this week's Top 25, as Richie said, is out. Go to newsgazette.com. Check it out. Uh, Big Ten surprises so far. Purdue, certainly, but that was uh, last week. And they continued. Zach Eady uh, heads your Player of the Year list. Is that right? In the Big Ten? Have you made that list yet? Oh, no. Okay. I would. I would make the list now. Okay. So I can just throw it away like yeah. in a month. <laughs> no, but like he's been like he it's not like he wasn't good the last two years at Purdue, but like his role has changed in the way that, that he's playing more. Like he played nineteen minutes a game last year. I think that was a career high. He's playing like almost thirty minutes a game now. And the numbers have come with it. Like just putting up just monster stats and I think more telling about that Purdue team, again, the freshman guards have been their next two leading scorers. Like, that was a huge, bigger question mark. Maryland, though, is continues to be the other surprise. Because I just didn't know with first-year coach, Kevin Willard. I mean, obviously, he's experienced. He was at Seton Hall for a long time and won. Um, but, like, two guards, brand new out of the portal. You know, a front court that was solid, but maybe not spectacular. Um, in the Mark Turgeon slash Danny Manning combined era like they've all just been good like it's not a deep team at all but the guys he plays play winning basketball and obviously they won friday against illinois all right uh, other members of uh, that uh, top three mvp list that you have uh, tucked away in your car heart uh, we're talking big 10 or nationally big 10 okay uh terrence shannon and chris murray okay Th- both of them have also been really good and you know, Terrence Shannon still at, he's got four stitches above his right eye after the collision with Julian Reese on Friday. Uh, is, has to wear a headband for the moment just to kind of keep you know the the bandage in place. But he said he's fine. He's gonna no worries about playing. Okay, Tuesday. Like he wanted Brad Underwood to call a timeout after like while he was bleeding on the bench just so like time wouldn't run off the clock and he could get back in the game. Like he was. He was ready. And then he said, like, he played football in high school, so that was no big deal. All right. Um, Shannon, number one on your Illini power poll uh, that we'll update now. 
Yeah, still number one. Yeah, I know. I figured that out all on my own, Scott Ritchie. I'm, I guess I'm asking who's two and three. Uh, two, Coleman Hawkins. Had the triple-double against Syracuse. Uh, the fifth ever in Illinois history, and he's the fourth player after uh, Mark Smith. Not that Mark Smith. Um, the 1970s Mark Smith. Uh, Sergio McLean, and then I would assume we had two um, in a two-week span. So, pretty rare company. And then three, RJ Melendez has played his way mm. where he probably needs to be for Illinois to be good. Like yep. the, the last three games, it's basically everything post Las Vegas where he had one rebound in two games. And Brad Underwood told him, I'm sure very nicely, it was like, that's just not going to be enough. Um, he's played pretty well. All right, freshman uh, did not react particularly well at Maryland. Uh, you expect a better performance in even a bigger setting. I think so. Like they were mostly fine in Las Vegas. It's kind of a similar situation. Obviously, Madison Square Garden is it's a different beast than you know, T-Mobile Arena. Um, Texas is arguably better than UCLA or Virginia. So it'll be tough, but I think they got some of that wide-eyed basketball out of their system um, at Maryland because the environment there was crazy. Like someone threw like half a chicken sandwich at Brad Underwood. Uh, the fans were less than kind to Coleman Hawkins. You know that BTM broadcast was certainly rated R for language because you could hear everything they were chanting at Coleman. And it wasn't very pleasant. Um, but I think that experience will help them. But, I mean, you never know till they're in it. And, like, MSG is, like, it's a thing. Like, it's one of the best, bas- maybe the best basketball venue just historically, you know, in the U.S. So we'll see how they handle it. And, like, Texas is really good. Like, it's not going to be an easy game. But the freshmen, just because they're playing so much and playing, you know, important roles, like, they also have to be good for Illinois to kind of maybe maximize its potential. All right, Penn State on Saturday. Uh, I think it's an 11 a.m. start. Is that right? At, uh, sounds State right. Farm. That sounds like an awful atmosphere. Well, no offense to State Farm Center, but those Saturday morning snooze fests. Yeah, maybe. Penn State brings out seems to bring out the worst in the home crowd too. It's like, who are these guys? Uh, you are horrible. As long as it's not the 38-35 Bruce okay. Weber debacle. Like, All right, you're any, saying I'm a anything will be better than that. Okay, but um, no way uh, should not be worried about that game is what you're telling me. I wouldn't think so. Like Penn State's got a couple losses: Virginia Tech, uh, Clemson, um, and like decent but not like super notable wins, like Butler, Furman, Colorado State, like good wins. Okay, like but not like, moving the needle. Really good guard though, Jalen Pickett, just doing it all. Whatever. He's good. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Are you going to say good things about Rutgers now? That's they, next. They you did. you in the East Coast. Why don't you just move there? No, thank you. Um, Rutgers did beat Indiana I saw. at Jersey Mike's. Man, does that hurt? Trapezoid of terror. <laughs> at, like Rutgers, it's it's literally tough. It's tough to win there. I think there's enough whatever evidence over the last few years when Rutgers has played better basketball under Steve Peichel, mm-hmm. good coach that fans are showing up and it's a small venue it gets super loud and it's it's legitimately 
a home court advantage. That game told me uh, less about Rutgers and more about Indiana, which I was convinced was going to be better this year, but nope, they're the same old Indiana. I mean, to be fair, Indiana probably needs to score more than 48 points. Yeah. To that would win help. basketball game, right? Hey, uh, speaking of uh, high scoring basketball, how about uh, Shauna Green's team taking the Hoosiers to the wire on Sunday with uh, with some play that uh, had a lot of people talking about it? Have not seen the women's poll yet today. Was waiting on our poll voter Joe Vazelli to see if he ranked them. I don't think he did. It'd be tough. It'd because, be tough. Like they have a decent record, but. Okay. Not like a a signature win. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Indiana would have been that. It's um, good to see, though. Well, it's – I mean, it's already different than it was over the last several years. I think they're just – they're playing better basketball. So, Sean, Sean Green's done a great job. All right. We're going to let Richie go because he has to hit the airport. Um, you are flying, right, to New York? Are yes. You, are you driving? <laughs> oh, I, I would you. prefer to drive. Time to collect your thoughts. I would have needed to leave already. It's a what are you, 13 hours. Drive 35? 13 hours. Hmm. All right. We'll let. We'll, uh, we'll See, this way, like, I can you know, do a little work on the plane if okay. I need to. Method to my madness. Or no method to your madness, maybe. <laughs> Meth. What should we uh, look forward to? The uh, what, what are your storylines this week? What needs to get better? Uh, not fouling. Okay, that's I think number one. And you look at the two losses. Illinois has been like almost doubled up at the free throw line. Now, I know the fans will say the ref- officials are obviously biased against Illinois. I'm tired of that. Um, if you're going to complain about the officials, like become one. There's a shortage. Just start yeah. refing high school games. Then get back to me. Um, but if you really like watch the games, they're almost committing bad fouls. Like fouling a three point shooter twice against Maryland, committing a foul ninety four feet from the, the basket against Maryland. Not good fouls. Now was the offensive foul on Jaden Epps, you know, in that first half against Maryland, like when he fell down, somehow I, I, that was not a good call. Like do officials make bad calls? Sure, but like just hammer that point. Like, come on, like move on. Hey, that shortage you t- you speak of starts because you, as an official you start as like a junior high ref and that's like the worst experience ever. <laughs> you think the fans are mean in Maryland? <laughs> yeah. Go over to Edison sometime and uh, get an earful. Well, I, I used to umpire like baseball and softball for the even younger <laughs> groups, and I mean that was twenty years ago, and the parents were much better. So it's well, a it's you got to love the sport to to be an official. It's a go. tough job. All right, follow along all week with Richie on Twitter uh, every morning, 6 a.m., IlliniHQ.com. Good morning, Illini Nation. Check in there, too. Uh, Scotty, have a great trip. Uh, we will talk to you next month.